The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We're coming to you live from the Super Talk studio here in downtown Corinth on a warm Thursday this morning, and it's our weekly show, Hope. I'm Wesley Jackson. I'm the director of the Freedom Center, and I'm here with two of my good friends, uh, Bobby Caps and Brett Butler, both from Crosswind Ministries. We're here every Thursday, and it's been a while since we've had our, our hero Bobby here in the studio with us, but he's back with us, and uh, we're not going to have Tommy with us today, so we want to ask that everybody keep him in their prayers. He's been in the hospital the last few days, so we're, uh, we're praying for Tommy, but the good news is he's supposed to be out today around lunch, so it's kind of just his seasonal deal where he's in and out of uh, the hospital once a year he's got a little thing that happens and so we're we're ready to get him back but today's show we're, we're excited about it uh bobby how's things been going in your world you've been absent for a while yeah well what we've been uh yeah we, we have been a bunch of family stuff going on yeah. and, and uh, uh academic stuff going on that's kept me kept my nose in the books for uh, some weeks and so glad to be in a season of a little bit of uh of uh, being able to enjoy life again, and um, so uh, yeah, glad glad to be here, and and um, and uh, glad to have my partner Brett uh, here with us today. Brett, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Well, it's a pleasure to be here as always. Yeah, Brett's become a, a pretty much a regular whenever we got somebody sitting out. Brett, he's a he's a pinch hitter for sure, and he's a, he's a heavy one at that. So we're glad <laughs> to have you here today, Brett. Uh, you know, it's been a big weekend in the in the world of Corinth lately. I had the forty second running of the Coke Marathon. We had a ten k. Yeah, uh, it's a marathon to some to of me, us. Yeah, if I was running it, it would be a marathon. <laughs> to me, that's, yeah. a, that's an all day event. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to our to our guys that ran it, we had a few guys from, that's come through the Freedom Center that got to run it. Our guy Randy and Corey both ran it. Said Corey got it in under an hour. So Praise that's the Lord. A, that's pretty exciting. Our our guy Phil notified us that uh, Coke has been in this community for 116 years. They're celebrating soon. This month. This month. Oh, man, that's amazing. That's a long time. I can't really comprehend that long. But Grandpa Weaver, all the way back to Grandpa Weaver, and yeah. uh, now through the Williams family and, and uh, working on the fourth generation of that. So that's pretty exciting for that family and, and for that business here in our town. They've been quite a blessing to us all. Well, in the last few weeks, we've been talking about the Freedom Center. We've, we've had a lot going on in the last couple of weeks at the Freedom Center. We got uh, low on guys, so we've been praying for the Lord to bring us some guys in there. And uh, as always, He provides. The Lord's provided. We got six guys in the program right now. So uh, we went from two to six real fast, and uh, we're thankful for that. But if there's anybody out there listening today, we still have a few spots. If you know someone who may need some help, reach out to us. Uh, you can go to CorinthFreedomCenter.com. That's CorinthFreedomCenter.com. And uh, go to the apply page or just go to the info and it'll shoot us an email and we'll get back with you. Um, the show today, if you want to go back and listen to it or you have somebody that might want to go back and listen to it, you can give them our uh, website. It's LivingFreeCorinth.com. You can go to the listen page there, and uh, they'll have it uploaded sometime later today. But, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be here today and talk a little bit about addiction. Uh, we couldn't do today's show without our sponsors. And I want to take a second and give a shout-out to our sponsors before we go to our first break. We got Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet right here in Corinth. That's Tommy's Place. Uh, you got to go three miles west to get the deals at Tommy's Place. So... Go by and check them out. They're having deals all month on mattresses. 
Nick Bain's law office. Nick is a, a big part of what we got to do, what we get to do, and uh, he's helped us in several ways. Bobby at the Freedom Center, he helped set up the board, the bylaws, and all that. So we're thankful for Nick. He's running up for re-election this year, so see how that goes for him. I don't think he's no one's running against him, so he uh, he's got one. Okay, feel notified. He's got one. Also, the local subways, Daniel Arthur. Uh, Wilco Real Estate, Maria and her team over here at Wilco for all your buying and selling needs. Uh, Gatlin's Pharmacy in Tishomingo, Barton Dondoran, we're thankful for them. They supported, they support Freedom Center, they support our show, and uh, we're thankful for what they do for us. Uh, Crosswind Ministries, Hudson Window Solutions, a new supporter, Bobby. We got a new supporter, and that's Perry. Perry Hudson, a good friend of ours. He uh, he comes to a lot of meetings, a lot of our uh, benefits, anything like that. Perry's a big part of what we do, and we, we're thankful for him. And Living Free Ministries. So we're thankful for our supporters. We couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, also, Phil just pointed out, if you have someone that's not in the local listening area that'd like to listen, they can do it online. Go to supertalk.fm Corinth. That's supertalk.fm Corinth. And we're going to come back and talk about addiction. And when we do, if you have a question, you can always text us. I'm going to give you a number to text. 731-926-0836. That's 731-926-0836. We'll be right back. It's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet right here in Carn, Mississippi. Tax season's come and gone. Whether you paid in or cashed out, I'm the man that can save you money on a mattress. $99 Twins, $129 Fools, $149 Queens. We also have party jumpers and water slides for the summer, ready for your parties. Remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Uh, good to see you back again. This is Bobby, and, and uh, we're going to talk about, uh, yeah, not our favorite subject, by the way, but it is something that the Lord <clears throat> has given to us uh, to uh, help people 
uh, out of the bondage of, the throes of, the chokehold of, and that is addiction. And one of the things that we were going to do, Tommy uh, wanted us to talk about uh, this for a couple weeks, and just because, you know, there's so many people that are caught up in this in so many different ways in our community. A lot of people mistakenly think that addiction is all about drugs and alcohol. It's not. Uh, it's about anything uh, that you're that has you so trapped uh, that you're willing uh, to sacrifice yourself for it. And so like some of you will think, you know, like I'll just give you, I'm just going to run through a little uh, couple ideas. You come home and your wife says, you know, you're sacrificing our kids for your work. You come home and uh, you say, you know, are we seriously going to sacrifice our future for uh, buying this houseboat right now? I mean, you know, it's like any time that you, any time that what the urgency in the heart's desire of the moment becomes so big that you're willing to stand and act as if that heart's desire is an idol that you're worshiping, and you're willing to sacrifice for it to get that need met, that desire in your heart met, uh, that uh, is means you've crossed over into this line that is a bondage. People, and, and, and we, we talk about these things, we actually uh, dismiss things like workaholism, and, and the reason we dismiss it is because the workaholic's actually really valuable to the employer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, hey, man, this dude will stay 60 hours a week, and, you know, he'll, he'll come in all the time. His phone's always on. I can call him, you know, in the middle of the night and blah, blah, blah. And, and, what, what, uh, we, and, and so we celebrate. We actually support, if you will, uh, these addictions if you, in our life, these things that are overwhelming us. So, so, and the way to think about addiction is to ask yourself a simple question, you know. And one of the things that we were thinking about talking about it in reference to is idolatry. In other words, it's something we're worshiping, if you will, that's bigger than God. God doesn't want you to sacrifice your children for your job. Promise you that. Yeah. You know, God doesn't want you to sacrifice your children to anything. And uh, so it's easy for us to talk about drugs and alcohol and how people are willing to sacrifice their kids and, you know, and, and it's easy for us to pick on people, you know, that are, uh, we sit there and we go, I just can't believe that old so-and-so would keep taking drugs after the judge told her that if she takes them one more time, she's going to lose her kids, you know. She obviously loves drugs more than she loves her kids. Well, I will tell you something about addiction. Uh, that expresses itself in a lot more ways than you think. People become sex addicted. And as a matter of fact, at the University of Vanderbilt, there's been studies that, where they've said that adultery by itself could be called sex addiction. Because what happens is you desire sex so much that you're willing to sacrifice your family that you have and the relationship that you have with your wife for this other person, this other uh, situation. There is a, there is a contemporary... I, I want to uh, tell you real quick something, and then I'm going to get Brett to weigh in here. But, but I want to talk to you about a particular idol in the Bible uh, that God was really upset about uh, every time this idol was talked about. And it was the idol called Molech. And he's talked about it in Leviticus. He's talked about it in Kings. He's talked about it in Jeremiah. And, and he's talked about it in all these different places. But what was unique about Molech was like most of the gods you could figure out what you're sacrificing to. You know, people didn't have their crops, and they, so they would set up a god that would, you know, represented a crop, and then they'd worship that god and they'd sacrifice to it so that they'd have good crops instead of trusting in the real god. And 
so but Molech is like you couldn't figure out what who Molech was, you know what I mean? But here was the interesting thing about Molech. Molech required you to sacrifice your children. So one of the things that has happened in the in in modern theological ideas where they've been trying to figure out like what Molech was is here's a sentence I'll just read it this is out of some manual I've been reading about beginning in the modern era in modern era you know it's back in you know say 1850 forward Molech has been figuratively used in reference to a power which demands a desire a dire sacrifice so the child, of course, is the direst of sacrifice. You know, it's like, if you think about, you know, I'd give my life for my child. But the question is, would you give your child's life for something? And if you would give your child's life for something, a particular desire, wouldn't you say that that desire was overwhelmingly bad? And what happens is, is that we, and, and so it's like, what, am I, what desire of my heart am I willing to give up my children for? You know what I mean? And you think about all these different things. This isn't like to guilt trip us. We all do this in these baby ways, you know. We all do it. My kids, I'm guilty of my kids saying, you know, Dad, you were always there. I was a pastor uh, um, back in Phoenix. You're always there for everyone, but what about us? So at that time, I was willing, I felt like my heart's desire was that I needed uh, the, the, the saints who God had given me oversight of, I felt like that me taking care of them, my desire to take care of them overwhelmed my desire to meet my own children's needs at certain times in my life. I regret that. It was a sin against my children. It was actually even a sin against the people I was caring for. It was primarily, though, a sin against God. Let me tell you a difficult way that I've seen this played out. So, like, you know, I've watched a judge uh, tell a person, you know, uh, your kid's been in foster care for a year. If you use drugs again, uh, I'm going to allow this person to adopt your child, and you're going to have to give up parental rights to your kid. And I've seen the person who the judge said that to <clears throat> weep and weep because their heart's desire and their love is for their children. And only to find out that less than a month later they would stand in front of Molech with a needle in their arm and sacrifice their child. And I'm saying that in a fairly rough way, in a fairly graphic way, but I've seen it acted out over and over again. And Wesley, Brett, both of us have seen this played out more times than we care to admit. And so uh, how about this one? Did you know that sexual abuse happens primarily uh, with a live-in boyfriend. So I so desire uh, to have a relationship with a boy that I'm willing to sacrifice my child to that relationship. I mean, I'm saying tough stuff here, so forgive me. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. What I'm trying to get us to realize is that there are things that we're willing to give our kids up for that we're willing to stand in front of Molech and sacrifice our own children for. And we know, we know that if you were to ask us just a simple question, is this boyfriend more important than your kid? You'd immediately say no. Is this boyfriend more important than you sticking that needle back in your arm? And you'd immediately say no. But we do it. It's a power that's so great that it demands a dire, dire sacrifice. And so... When we come back from the great we're, break, we're going to... I set up... That was a pretty dark segment. I'm sorry about that. And uh, But if you live in our world, uh, well, you have it's, to face... It's, it's reality, face Bobby. Face the it's, music. It's a daily thing that we, uh, we yeah, talk about. We have to face that music all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, and so one of the things that I want to do after the break is to say, 
God's whole point of condemning all of this nonsense is that God has provided himself as the person who can be worshipped and as the person who can be sacrificed for. And the sacrifice is going to be you. Jesus will say, if anybody wants to follow me, he has to deny himself, yeah. and the sacrifice has to be himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And instead of your desires being the things that you sacrifice for, you sacrifice your desires for God. That's the key, and that's the flip. And we're going to talk about that uh, and lean on Brett to give us some help on that after the break. So we're thankful again for our sponsors, uh, and we'll see you after we come back from the break. This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we, we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome, guys, and uh, we're coming back after the break. And just want to take a, a, a second to say that, that uh, uh, you know, we're, we're a mess. As humanity is, fallen humanity. But God has provided uh, a way... Uh, out for us and hope for us and God never intended us to sacrifice our children he intended us to bless them and God never intended us for us to sell our own lives and our families down the road for some desire that was that was that was you know satan informed you know hyper desire that will literally sell our lives and livelihoods for and but all of us who have suffered with any form of addiction in our lives know exactly what i'm talking about right now and some of you may have not thought of the things that you've 
you've you've engaged in as addiction, but but you can definitely think of times where you've had a desire that's been great enough to be willing to sacrifice things that are important to you, things that are godly, things that are wonderful, like your family, your time with them, all that kind of stuff, uh, for other things, uh, for another relationship with another person. We've sacrificed our families, all this kind of stuff. And so... Um, one of the things that uh, we uh, want to do and what God does is the re- reason he said he was so upset about it is because he's a jealous God. Uh, he is the one who's provided for us uh, everything we need. What in the world do we need to go and let our de- desires get so disordered uh, that what we'll end up doing is selling our own souls uh, to get something that's... Ne- to. To, as Isaiah says, to try to fill a cup that has that has a hole in the bottom, you just can't do it. God's the only thing that can fill the cup without the hole in the bottom. And and uh, Brett, uh, you've been doing this for a long time, and and uh, and I, Wesley, you, you, we have too. We've all we've all been down the road of doing that at different levels and at different. Mm-hmm aspects of our lives of mm. sacrificing our families for our desires etc and um standing in front of Molech giving our children away and um so uh when we come back and think about what true uh worship is instead of idolatry um what are what are some of your thoughts how do you redirect people who've been stuck in that ditch mm. Your Isaiah reference uh, reminds me of that old folk song. The, There's a hole in the bucket, dear Liza. Isn't that right? Was it, was it Liza? My bucket. There's a hole in my bucket. But anyway, I, I digress. But, um, but having this conversation today about um, addiction and desire and uh, misplaced worship or idol worship, these are all things that... Uh, certainly we encounter every single day uh, being in this ministry and and quite frankly in our own personal lives too we all have to be um, aware of our of our behavior and and how we present ourselves uh, to the Lord each day um, we know uh, God's word tells us that um, that God created mankind to worship mm-hmm. and uh, there is this uh, intrinsic peace if you will or there's this there's this place in us that is is formed in us, uh, baked in the cake, if you will. Uh, this this need and this desire uh, to worship, and um, and we also know that 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 sometimes uh, humanity gets it right and sometimes they don't. Uh, Paul tells us in uh, in Romans chapter one that uh, there was a time when uh, when man uh, decided to worship the creation instead of the creator. And so uh, uh, we see that all the time. But uh, to to make another Isaiah reference, we know uh, that the people of the Lord, uh, God uh, formed for himself uh, that they might declare uh, his praise. So uh, we just keep that in mind. And, you know, we uh, uh, what we do on a daily basis as pastors and uh, addiction counselors and all the other hats that we wear is is that we just consistently apply uh, the truth and the grace and the love of the gospel of the Lord Jesus uh, to the people we encounter um, so that um, he will uh, t- uh, tenderize their hearts and open their ears and their minds um, so that they can believe the truth about themselves, believe the truth about um, uh, what they're capable of and, um, and what abundant life really looks like as opposed to uh, chasing things that are uh, nothing more than vanity and uh, lead to destruction. Yes, absolutely. And Wesley, I was thinking about, you know, these things, you know, kind of we always ask the backstory, right? So like, well, you have a disordered desire, right? So you mm-hmm. want to drink you know, 25 beers a day or something. And, and uh, so, but like, what do you really want? You know what I mean? Like what's behind that desire? What, what like, and what do you really, what do you, what is that about? You know, what's really going on? Because once we find out these spiritual desires, we'll say, well, does that fulfill the desire? And you'll go, I don't know. And then we'll look over here to the 
you know, to the guy who can fulfill that desire, our Lord. Yeah. Well, Bobby, I think, you know, you Brett hit it right on the head over there. He said we have this need. And for me, that that's where it all started. I had this need for myself, and it was always about me. And I needed to be valued. I needed to be loved. I needed to have fun. I needed to have some joy in my life. And I needed all these things to make me feel whole. And what happened is I wound up trying anything to get that. And at the end of the day, the true need I had was for it not to be about me, but for it to be about somebody else and for it to be about the Lord. And that's where that worship, the disorder comes in, is that we, I, is right in the middle of that sin, the word, the letter I, and that, that was my problem. It was always about me. I was so selfish. And we see that day in and day out is that we're willing to sacrifice anything because it's about us. Yeah, it's going to cost us, and until it becomes about Him, you know, yeah. it's it's just it's yeah. a dead end road. You know, just uh, I guess it was last week uh, I had the privilege of of leading a group session at the Freedom Center uh, with our brothers there, and uh, and we talked specifically about that need, Wesley, about how you know our Creator, the you know the Lord Jesus created us with this with this void, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and you could call it a void, you could call it a, a, a hole, um, or something, you know, something that needs to be filled. You know, when you, when you think of the, the idea of a hole, um, a hole is something in, in any context that needs to be filled with something, right? And, and, um, and in the case of worship, um, it's got to be filled with the right stuff. Right. So because when you when that hole has been designed to be filled by something specifically and you go trying to fill it with something else that doesn't belong there, then that's what ultimately uh, creates uh, problems, issues, disappointments, um, broken hearts, all that type of of stuff. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate your connecting it back to. <clears throat> ultimately me we read a great yeah. I, I one of my favorite books on addictions by a gal named Sharon Hirsch and she said really I was just you know I was the I was addicted to me and what happened yeah. was so when I'm addicted to me then all my wants and my desires become the things that I'm willing to sacrifice yeah. anything mm-hmm. else yeah, for right else comes exactly the I'm the altar that I'm saying maybe Molech maybe maybe what the reason they could never figure out who Molech was because Molech I'm, was me I, Molech I'm is Molech. that hole inside yeah. of me yeah. exactly and and, and, and so and and uh, and and that is ultimately what happens is is we we begin to identify ourselves by our desires. Uh, you know, we have a whole culture of people who say, "I feel like I'm this, therefore I am that," mm-hmm. and we identify ourselves by our desires. Uh, we and 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 we'll do anything to make sure that our desires are are fulfilled. And what happens is that God says that when you finally see me, this is the whole gospel. Mm. Um, promise, if you will, when you finally get it, that I am the one who fills all your desires, yeah. mm-hmm. then what will happen is, this is Second Corinthians 5, it says, 14, it says, what will happen is you will no longer live for yourself, mm. yeah. but you'll live for the one who loved you and gave himself for you. Yeah. So there's this shift that happens where I was living for me. That's what you're talking about, Wesley. Yeah. Everything was about me. Mm. I, I wanted to feel good, so I went and found out mm. ways to feel good. I mean, and I did whatever I wanted to do to feel good. I I wanted to be, uh, you know, uh, loved, and so I would uh, belittle my wife until she loved me, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? I mean, like I would manipulate and control the entire universe so that it would organize itself around me. Yeah. And suddenly I realized that I had been loved by a God who literally has designed himself and given himself so that I could know what love is. This is how we know what love is, that Christ gave himself for us. Yeah. And then what happens is that now I can no longer need to live for myself. And But the problem with no longer needing to live myself, there's a nuance there because God always says in order for you to no longer live for yourself, you have to realize that you are going to have those selfish desires, mm. and you have mm. to deny yourself, yeah, put yeah. Them off. yeah. and yeah. take up your cross. Mm. Listen to the way it says it in Galatians. So he he says it this way. He says, 
that those who let us not become, uh, he said, those who belong to Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And so, yeah, I have passions, I have desires, and they are to serve me, mm-hmm. right? And what happens is, but when I belong to Christ Jesus, I always realize that, no, now I am a servant of the one who loved me and died for me. I don't have to continue serving me for me. And so what happens is that my love for God overwhelms my love for me, and therefore I can love God and can love my neighbor, can love you and serve you without needing you always to serve me. So my ultimate addiction ultimately is my desires and what I'm willing to sacrifice is everybody and everything so that I can get my needs met. <laughs> that was, for me, it was a, that, that need really just illuminated the value. Yeah. And it was my value outside of Christ was always going to leave me needing something. Yeah. You know? And yeah. when I knew who I was in Christ... My value was what God said he would pay for me, and that was his only yeah, son. And, right. you know, it changes everything because that kind of love, it, it gives you the value, it gives you identity, and it gives you substance to stand on yeah, the foundation. So, so let me unpack what Wes is saying a little bit, tiny more, and we'll take a break in a second. But but it's like, here's the deal. Uh, I'm not worth anything unless you organize your life around Towards me, me yeah. right mm-hmm. and so in other words the way i find out that i'm worth something is that i get all y'all to stroke me all the time yeah. you know pat my back and tell me i'm this and that and so you know i i have to look good and feel good and blah 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 blah, blah because that means all the people around here will think that i'm valuable but once christ once i see what christ has done for me and the value that he has put on me that is i'm worth what somebody's willing to pay for me mm-hmm. I, I, so i'm worth the life of god's own son mm-hmm. and once i realize the value that he has for me then i don't need you to stroke me anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so anyways we're going to push the pause button come back from our uh, uh, our last break uh, we sure get tripped up uh, because we're trying to go to some other fountain to fill us rather than the fountain of life. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. Bain & Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet right here in Corrin, Mississippi. Tax season's come and gone. Whether you paid in or cashed out, I'm the man that can save you money on a mattress. $99 Twins, $129 Fools, $149 Queens. We also have party jumpers and water slides for the summer, ready for your parties. Remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. 
Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to our last segment. What we've seen is that there really is something worth living for. I've seen a new little uh, um, meme come out that said, here's my why, you know, the, the, the new phrase is, what's your why? You know, here's my why, to glorify God mm-hmm. and enjoy Him forever. Right. And what I, what does that mean? Well, what that means is I'm actually living for someone else. And you'll see this where the Lord Jesus says it's more blessed to give than receive. Right. Mm. And, and what does he mean by that? Well, he means exactly that. You know, you think that if somebody gives you something that it's a blessing. But what the Lord Jesus says is, but it's a greater blessing for you to give it to them. And what happens is you'll learn that the life that is given away to someone else that doesn't need to gather all the resources into yourself, right? So that you can feel good about you. But the life that has been purchased by Jesus and that has known the love of God and that now can give itself away in all of these different ways. I moved from being selfish to selfish. Tommy always said, I've moved from being a taker to being a giver. Tommy had this little thing that he did some 15 years ago. One of the jokes I've had with Tommy throughout the years is he's done more things right by accident than anybody I've ever met. But, but one of the things he did about 15 years ago is he would ask everybody to put a quarter or a dime or something in the bucket. You know, we have a bucket that we take up, and, and he would ask everybody to do that. And I didn't really get what he was getting at. And he would say, well, Bobby, you know, until they become givers, you know, they're just, there's something that happens. There's that when that shift takes place. And so he was just trying to encourage them to like, even if it's a penny, give something, just give, start giving. And, and what, and it is the shift, but what happens is what motivates that shift is when I look back at Calvary and see the gift that God gave for me and to me so that I could be fulfilled, so that I could know what love is, so that I could have my needs met and not need to sacrifice my children to Molech in order to get my needs met. When I realize that, then I also realize the blessing of giving my life away. Brett, tell me more mm-hmm. about it. <clears throat> yeah, so so we're talking about, um, you know, getting over ourselves. You know, uh, we're, we're the problem. Uh, we're addicted to to what we want and to our desires. And so, so where's our hope? And, um, you know, Bobby made a, a reference just a few moments ago to the book of Galatians. And just to be clear, uh, Galatians 2.20 says this. It says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So we know that the, um, that the law of Jesus Christ is, is quite simple. There's only two, two aspects to it, and they both begin with the word love. Uh, it is to love God with everything you got. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And to love your neighbor or to love others as you love yourself. Right? Putting others at the same position of importance as you put yourself. And make no mistake, you can't do that without a relationship with the Lord Jesus. It's, it's impossible to get over yourself, if you will, in your own, in your own strength. Which um, is why the yeah. new commandment comes in and says... Okay, well, here's a new commandment. I want you to love others like I loved you. What he's saying is the reference point of that love, this is what Brett just said, the reference point of that love is always that I've been loved by Jesus. Now I can go love you because I've been loved by Jesus and the way that I've been loved by Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, um, make no mistake, I I think the key to... Real love, if you will, or or the love of God. You know, there's different types of love, or we reference that word in many different ways, with many different contexts. But but the but the type of love that we're talking about, the type of love that changes lives and gives people abundant lives, 
is the love of God, and it is marked by sacrifice. Mm. It is a sacrificial love. Which Uh, is worship, which is full circle back around to Molech. There is always sacrifice involved Mm. when worship is happening. And there is always sacrifice in love because love is an act of worship. But Mm. the sacrifice is yourself. The sacrifice is your desires, and the sacrifice is for the one who loved you and gave himself for you, right? And he is the one we're worshiping, and he is the God. Amen. Yeah, that's for sure. As, as I sat here and thought about it, I'm able to give myself now because I know what was given for me. You know, I'm able to yield to those desires that I want and love my wife properly, love my family properly because I have been loved. Scripture says we know what love is because he first loved us. Yeah. That's that perfect example of uh, of love is giving yourself for someone else and, yeah. and it being about not just me and my selfish desires, but about what God's doing through us, in us, with us. You know, that Galatians 2.20 is strong and it's the only explanation i have for the life change that i that i see in myself and others it's like you know i no longer live but christ lives in me and and that's the only thing that really changes a man at his core is to know the savior and to allow the savior to make a change in your life and that's been my experience through it all is that i can't explain it all i know is i was blind now i see and that there was a way that seemed right to me in my own eyes for so many years and now it seems so foreign because it's like it was mm-hmm. 180 degrees from what God calls us to do. And Bobby, we're talking earlier and you're talking about, you know, we're willing to do this, this, and this. At the end of the day, I was willing to do anything, mm-hmm. whatever it was. There was no boundaries, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and not to make it about the That's law. That's why the child sacrifice was such a big deal. It's like, really? Yeah. That, and, yeah. Well, yeah that, that really. was it. I had no boundaries. <clears throat> and until the God's word started to tell me who I was and who I was supposed to be and how to live this thing out, my boundaries were defined by me. Yeah. And ultimately that was, that meant there was no holds bar. <laughs> Everything yeah. was fair let, game. Let me give you a, a word from the Lord that came out of Brett's comment about sacrifice. So God tells us how he saves us. And this <clears throat> fabulous book that every one of you, if you're a believer, have studied in detail, which is Romans. And he starts at Romans 1 and shows how broken we were and then how the grace of God comes in and how God saves us. And then, he, and then when he's shifting to tell about how to live our lives, he says, therefore, <laughs> I, I beg you, because God has been merciful to you, that you mm. sacrifice yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That you live your lives as living sacrifices. And then he says this, because that's wholly acceptable, and that is your reasonable act of worship. Yeah. That's what worship is. Yeah. It's you sacrificing you. It's you taking up your cross. It's you denying yourself, taking up your cross and following Jesus, because he has the one who's given himself for you. And so that's what it is. You will always find this. You will always find this. That love demands sacrifice and that the sacrifice is you. You will always find that. All you people out there listening uh, this morning, first of all, we appreciate it. It's a privilege to be here with you. But if you're looking for a nugget or something that you can take and just apply today to your lives, I mean, take it to the street where the rubber meets the road, if you will, um, so if you're married, think about your spouse, um, or just if you're in a relationship with someone that you care a great deal for, uh, you know, your family, your kids, whoever it may be, um, if you really want to test if you are loving them well, loving them the right way, and what I mean by that is loving them with the love of God, Ask yourself, be willing to to be honest with yourself and ask yourself the tough question, what are you sacrificing for that person? What have you given up? And I'm not talking about something, um, you know, arbitrary or, or, you know, we all know how that is. Uh, But I mean, what have you really sacrificed for the well-being and the care of that other person. And that's something you can apply today. Heck, you could, you might even look over at somebody sitting next to you and apply it right this moment. Husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church and what gave himself for her. So husbands, if you're interested in loving your wife, you must give yourself for her. 
And what we happened, I know when I was a young married, I completely organized my wife's life in order for her to give herself for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, you need to be this when I get home and this and that. And, you know, and you got to be nice to me and you got to be this and you got to be that. And, and uh, my life was spent trying to organize my wife's life so that she would sacrifice herself for me. And uh, then the Lord had to show me that, yeah, okay, Bobby, well enough, but uh, that ain't my game plan. <laughs> and, so, and he had flipped that around. And, uh, and by the way, my wife is very willing to sacrifice herself for me. She kind of made it worse because, you know, it was easy to get her to, <laughs> get her to sacrifice herself for me. And, uh, but then when I began to do the same for her and saw the suffering that she was going through when I would never care for her and never love her, uh, the Lord really shifted that around and showed me how to love my wife and, and showed me uh, that the only way to love her was to know that I was loved by Him enough uh, to where I didn't need her to organize her life around me and that I could actually organize mine around her and I could give myself for her. That's what it means to love your wife. And so, um, well, Wesley, what's, what's, uh, what's next? Wrap us up. Well, Bobby, I think I just wanted to say this before we move on. You know, we started this segment, the whole thing out on addiction. And we pointed, obviously, because we're in the uh, recovery world, the drug addiction. You know, it's easy for the world to look out and say, yeah, that's, that's true addiction right yeah. there. But I think through this whole segment... Uh, the whole show we got on everybody's doorstep. Yeah, you know. Well, well, you know, you know, one thing we haven't talked about, Wesley. It's interesting to me, and I and I love it. We haven't talked about booze. Yeah, no. We haven't talked about opioids. No. We haven't talked about weed or pills or cocaine or anything like that, have we? No, that's it. But we've, but we have been talking about addiction. Yeah. And, and so and uh, hopefully that, that, that goes a little everybody. deeper. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. It was uh, <clears throat> easy for us to point the uh, the obvious out. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, is it easy to look at the mirror and see, you know, what am I willing to give up? What things are ruling my life? What things? As the Baptist preacher said, we're stepping on all you toes. That's right. That's it. (laughs) I woke up, you know, going to meddling. We were doing this show this morning, and when I woke up, the first thing my alarm went off. I got my phone. I said, "Well, there's one of my new addictions." Yeah, you know, trusting this phone to to lead me in a lot of ways. But no, it's it's been a great show, Bobby. A great show. so guys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up, but I want to tell you about a few things coming up. We're uh, the beneficiary at Living Free Ministries this year of the Rooster Run. That'll be June the seventeenth, so it's coming up fast. We got about five weeks left. If you want to be part of that, if you want to put a donation, get with us. I, we're, we'd be glad to have you to be part of that. We're looking forward to uh, taking part in the run and uh, serving in any way we can with the Rooster Run. That's June the seventeenth. Also, tonight at Living Free Ministries, we got a big night coming up, Bobby. We're bringing in this this heavy hitter of a speaker. Your very own beloved Ralph Callens will be there. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Ralph. Are there any tickets it. left? Yeah. Don't miss it. It's, okay. uh, it's going to yeah. be crowded. You better get there yeah. early. Get your seat up front. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. But uh, we're looking forward to Ralph sharing tonight at Living Free Ministries over here behind Magnolia Funeral Home. Amen. Come see us. Six o'clock will be the time for that. Also, we're going to have a dinner followed. It'll be served by the dinner bell, and uh, we'll sit around, have a time of fellowship, and eat. So we're looking forward to that tonight. Uh, we always close out with a prayer, and I usually do it, but I'm going I'm I'm to punt this time. I'm going to ask Brett to pray for us whenever, as we get off the show here. All right. Father, we come to you in prayer, and we just thank you so much for this day, Lord. We, uh, we love you, Lord, because you first loved us. We just thank you for the way you care for us. We thank you for your wisdom and your grace. Lord, I just pray for everyone in the listening audience today. Lord, I pray that um, that the words that they have heard will bring comfort to them. Lord, I pray that you will give them strength. Um, I pray that you would take away anxieties and fears and just replace that with peace. We pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen.